hitting that record button. Let's get this thing started. So, welcome to a state of the server. Most of you probably are new-ish and have never seen one of these before because we haven't done one since I think it was like almost a full year ago, maybe November of last year, in the year of our Lord 2020, the one we shall not speak of. Um, the kicker is exactly what it sounds like. We just talk about the state of Loka. We talk about what we've been doing, what, what we are doing, what we will be doing in the future. And we encourage you guys to ask questions. Uh, anything that you have, we are happy to answer. And uh, the sentries will, um, and guardians will be helping pin questions, good questions, that is, uh, in the, the SOTS text chats, just that we have a way to like look at what to answer. Um, and yeah, uh, this is something that we haven't done in a while. Like I said before, uh, thing on the number one on the list is monthly states of the <clears> server. <throat> uh, Mag and I have been so underwater with uh, about a thousand things all converging in the month of October, basically, that we really have been pretty avoiding, pretty well avoiding the community for a while. We we don't like that. Uh, we would like to be uh, able to be asked questions in a more casual setting. Uh, more frequently. So we had decided that, uh, I think it was what? I think it was the two weeks after the start of Truce, uh, if not to the day, we would try to do a monthly SOTS so that, you know, we could just do these more often uh, and rather than being once in a rare blue moon. And I think yeah. just because we don't necessarily have a ton to talk about doesn't mean we shouldn't do them because players always have something to talk about. Two weeks after a conquest cycle starts is usually the proper moment where things have either gone horribly bad, somebody's doing something spicy, something's going well, something's going poorly. For us to talk about it, talk about how we're maybe addressing something, whether we plan to address it, and things that we can kind of just get figured out for the following month. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th I think a lot of them will sort of turn into kind of FAQs as opposed to us having a you know set, set of things to talk about or whatever, but... Um... It'll probably vary depending on kind of where in the con content cycle we are. Yep, pretty much it. So we just want to do these more often. Okay, so number two is at 117. Yeah, so welcome to 1.17. Um, it was a little rough the day of, of course. Uh, whoever said it was going to be a few hours was just completely full of it. Uh, it's probably never been that, that nice. Uh, there is a lot that kind of changed with 117 in terms of the back end that is good for the future uh but took a lot of of effort on uh my end to kind of fix and make work but the good news is that the ability for us to adapt to and fix things in the future in lots of ways without being too specific is way better now way, way easier um understandably we know there are some perf concerns that we're working through uh, I'm trying to tweak the view distance on Loka to a higher than it used to be situation without it killing the TPS. But considering that that's why we just had to restart the server uh, was I think I turned that number up too high. Um, so I might have to turn it back down to where it was on 116 levels, but uh, maybe once sharding comes out, uh, we will be able to turn it up a little bit because we do want you guys to be able to see further. So there are a lot of new little uh, dials I can turn, as it were, on uh, 117 that I didn't used to have, which are cool. I have to learn how they work and then tweak them and then find out they kill the server and then turn it back half. Uh, so there's a lot of yeah. uh, TPS stuff that we're going to be keeping a close eye on. It is the predominant reason that we launched this thing on Monday because Truce is the perfect time to 
kind of make everything go to hell so that we can make sure that it's pretty much or as good as possible but before truth stops on wednesday yeah i mean we we can tweak it a bunch but like we can't it's very hard to test these sort of things with large number of players before we release it like it's all well and good us bringing like pts servers up and things but to get you know large numbers of of players on to get data on this sort of stuff is it's not really that realistic so uh, just to answer a question real quick, just because it went to my DMs, are axolotls banned from being gotten? They're not supposed to be, but I think the people who actually own those those relevant biomes, just I think there's a bug where they can't get them right now. But they're supposed to be able to get them, just like all the other animals that were. Yes, it, it's just an, a standard sort of biome control mob. But, um... <clears throat> uh, no, there will not be 116 support. We, we never have any plans to typically do any via version or via backwards stuff and let people join on the version that we're not on. There's no there's no re good reason for us to do it. I know there's good reasons that other servers do it, but we are running 117 with 117 content. So you can't join with a previous client. That yeah. literally wouldn't work. And... A lot of minigame servers do it because they are still in old versions anyway. So they don't use any of the new content that Minecraft brings out. Therefore, it doesn't matter what version you're joining on. If you're joining on an older version to a, a server that is running new stuff, it's going to cause all kinds of problems because you can't access that stuff. And it's, it, it, it's yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not smart. We're not against the idea of using, you know, using it to to uh, to have had to have let 117 players join when we were on 116 still. But it has caused us issues in the past, unfortunately, because you know, Loka is a unique little snowflake. Uh, it also breaks in neat and interesting ways when we try stuff like this. And so uh, last time we tried it, it blew up in our face. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's not. Um, you know, we reevaluate it almost every time there's a patch that comes out. But it's typically not in our best interest to do it. It just doesn't work for Loka the way it works for other servers. So regrettably, not how it's going to work. Um, and then I'll also just ask, answer his third question real quick. Why isn't gold able to be fortuned? Well, yeah, I think you can. The problem was, actually, I'll let Mag talk about this. He is the master of the economy. I mean, I mean, there's not too much to uh, gold. I mean, gold can be fortuned. There's, there's nothing against that. Um, we did convert all um, gold ore that was saved up into the raw version um, to avoid people getting the uh, two and a half times benefit of fortuning it. Um, because obviously we've had to reduce the RI numbers of gold ever so slightly to compensate for the uh, ability for them to be fortunate now. Um, Needless to say, you, 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 you people are cheeky, and we know that there are no less than one, or there's a lot more than just your uh, Kiad Maui out there who's throwing up a whole lot of ores just to go uh, ham the day that 117 came out and try to get a bajillion stuff. So we yeah. did this melting for you. And we reduced the RI numbers a little bit just to account for that 2.2x increase. Exactly. I mean, gold's already, already, you know, pretty abundant and things. But obviously, when you can um, over double that, um, you know, from a balance point of view, it just it just becomes so abundant that you know um, shards become worth even more worthless and and just pointless at that point um at that point you might as well just give everybody everything <laughs> become a creative server if you push it too far um and in, ter and in terms of people you know i see, I see buff uh ascalon and uh Karos ri the ris are balanced i know a lot of people seem to uh, very much have a favorite which tends to be garama but if you if you go through the data it's 
it's not true. In fact, Kairos and Ascon have slightly more ore than Garama on average. Um, it is random. Um, but I think a lot of the challenge people face is that the RI's caves are very different and unique to one another. And you kind of have to learn routes around them, uh, understand kind of, you know, where the better spots are to find the ores and stuff. Um, and then they become, you know, better as a result. But I think everybody's so used to Garama and they just believe word of mouth that they all flock there. <laughs> um, but in reality, they're, they're pretty they're pretty damn similar. Where they may be identical or roughly so in the amount of ores that they have in them, there might be a perception that some are better than others just because you got either used to a pathing, you know, like a route that you take, or maybe there's just it's easier to get around one and less hard or harder to get around in the other one. Um, but statistically, it should be it should be roughly equal. But uh, it's always something we can keep an eye on. Uh, there's just there's just popular ones, and I think that there's I don't think there's anything wrong with that. They could be completely identical, and I think people would still have a preference. Yeah, and I, and I will note that with with the the conversion of the gold ore into the raw, we are aware that the odd bits were missed. Um, in very there are specific scenarios because obviously there are so many different containers in Minecraft. Containers within containers, void storage, placed blocks, etc. Um, that uh, our current conversion, you know, was missing out on a couple of those things. So um, we we are um, aware of them. to address the. Uh... We typically have to have this uh, small discussion every time we update Minecraft. Uh, we will always, almost always, I mean 99%, 99.9% of the time, we are going to for sure update to the newest version of Minecraft. Um, I do not agree with the statement, most want 116 and below. That is a vocal minority of players who are predominantly PvPers, and I completely understand why you'd want to switch or stick to that, but it is not in Locus interest for future growth that we stay on an old version all the time 1.8 servers might be a lot of fun but they're some of the most unsecure things ever because it's you know it's an old version of minecraft and we add new content uh to loca and anybody who starts saying well 1.13 <laughs> except for that <laughs> which we are still working on um we do add new stuff and we are having new stuff coming but the um the aforementioned like convergence of efforts that's coming on in october is is we're all part of the the blockers or why but we haven't really been adding you've also got to think about the the you know the majority of the minecraft player base out there will be playing on the most recent version of minecraft so you're also blocking potential audience as well if you do hold back on us on a certain version with right. i guess potentially with the exception of the 1.8 with the PVP, the vast PVP differences. Um, I mean, and, and it doesn't seem like it right when a new patch comes out, but Minecraft is getting better every patch. Like Mojang, Mojang, I forgot how you say it, Mojang, whatever, um, are already making strides with 1.18 uh, to try to diagnose and get data from the community about performance issues, because we already know that lots of verticality in minecraft is bad for performance and if they're about to add like 128 plus blocks to the verticality of minecraft that all of the rest of us are sitting here going well that means it's going to be awful very my very well might be but they are making steps in the right directions they're just doing it very slowly um all those new knobs that i said earlier that i could tweak to sort of make things run cooler smoother better worse or just different are all things that are 
the result of uh, combined efforts across not just the Mojang side of things, but also the paper community, of which we are a fork. Uh, and two entity merged with paper, if, you or if you're familiar with either of those. But those are just things that it's all coming together to create a better thing. And if you stay in an old version, you don't get new stuff. And new stuff isn't always just content or blocks or mobs that you know you might not necessarily care about. It's it's better FPS potentially in the future. It's better server performance, better chunk performance. Again, things are unstable right now because it's just the nature of being in a post patch like window. But we smooth things out. We smooth one sixteen out, and one point seventeen will smooth out as well. So um, we yeah, like I said, we always want the newest stuff. Uh, but what we don't do, as you've noticed, we don't update immediately. We also don't update as soon as we can. We, there's always like a three-month window where just things are horrible, bad, and terrible. Plugins have to update. We have to update. Things have to smooth out. There's always these weird bugs there's, or these abuse bugs or exploits or dupes or all these things that pop out of nowhere. Um, yeah, so but that's what's up with that. Um, let me try to save it. Turtle Master. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to discuss this one, Mag, or if people have specific questions about why there are certain nerfs we chose not to go for, as opposed to just turning it off. Uh, but yeah, go. Um, I mean, we can. I can just very briefly go over it. I mean, it it comes down. I mean, we're we're basically, you know, crystals were used in the past. We nerfed them um, a long time ago because they were egregious. And then we were in kind of a really good period with crystals where they were used a bit, but they're not broken. Um, Turtle Master Pots come along, and then obviously that makes crystals a lot stronger. A lot of people used them for a long period of time. It, it, depending on your opinion, it is subjective as to how broken they are or not. Um, but I think... I think the fun aspect was the bigger issue um, with it. Um, so then we're left with a couple of options of how to deal with them. Either uh, nerfing them complete or completely removing them, because crystals were not the problem. They were fine previously. Um, the problem with nerfing is that, <sighs> A, I mean, it's then inconsistent with vanilla, which we try and avoid if we can. Obviously, that's not always the case. But to have certain potions working in different ways than vanilla is a bit confusing. Um, but then there's also the fact that to nerf it to a point where it stops becoming an issue with crystals is the point where you never use Turtle Master again because it would be either knocking the time down to such a minuscule amount that it lasts or the protection value down to the point where sacrificing movement because of slow four is not worth it. Um, and then we've got all the other issues with future design space of things. Um, we're very limited if we've got this this turtle potion in the game, which effectively <laughs> makes you uh, not impossible to kill, but very, very difficult. Um, and and obviously there's, there's PvE stuff, and it would come to a point where just every PvE boss, we just have to... Uh, make ignore turtle master pots and things and yeah, it, it just gets a bit silly um so for now we're gonna remove them see how it goes i wouldn't rule out 
us bringing them back in the future if Minecraft adds other new things, combat changes, all these sorts of stuff. Um, but for now, they're gone, and we'll see see how it goes. Um, I, I do think the comparison to golden apples and god apples is is also quite apt. They are similar in ways. All right, uh, let's just go through some questions real quick. Uh, are festivals allowed to be run this month? Fast festivals are allowed to be run just about any time. The only thing that people typically uh, that makes them finicky is whether Mag or I are around, which isn't even all that necessary these days. We've uh, we've made our tournament tech work well enough, almost that it doesn't require our intervention at all, short of setting up a few festival like you know your, the barrier blocks if necessary, and or like the, the instance portal. But you know, it's kind of up to you, you guys only, to make the festivals. That oh, go ahead, Bang. Yeah, the only thing I was going to note on festivals is is running them on the very last weekend of a conquest cycle is probably the only time I I would avoid it in the sense that. At that point, we wouldn't be able to give you things like uh, a very brief truce period um, to to uh, run it and whatnot. Um, so yeah, that's that's probably the only time that is best not to run them. But yeah, um, trying to go through questions relevant to things we've already talked about or just did. Uh, will you change anything about crystals considering TM has been removed? And the answer is no, probably not. One of the, the people, one of the suggestions about Turtle Master nerfs were making uh, crystals true damage and it just wasn't, it just isn't consistent with the way that we do damage on Loka. There's basically, as you know, there's, there's normal Minecraft damage and then there's like true damage which is almost always specifically from Conquest. And Crystal explosions are not specifically a conquest thing, so it would be weirdly inconsistent to suddenly have those be true damage. We don't really like to mix true damage versus re regular damage like all over the random place. It's just but hard to kind of. I, I think the most important point for that would be um, okay, that solves the problem, and that's effectively has the same effect in conquest fights as removing turtle potion, because nobody uses them unless they're they're crystalline. So. It comes at the same result with an added inconsistency, so there's no real benefit. The, the extra downside, so then you have these issues with PvE mobs and future design space still. So, sure, it fixes the problem in the same way, but it's not like turtle pots are being used for one-on-one -on -one combat in, in situations, or it's incredibly rare. Party Arc would like to know why you don't love the Sunset Isles. AKA, why do they only have melons and parrots? Couldn't you have put axolotls there for at least more items? I'd say that biome is arguably somewhere melons. in the middle. In oh, one of the strongest resources to have. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, the it's one of the. Marsh only has sugarcane. You can get that anywhere. There's a river. The marsh has no other thing that yeah. I'm aware of anyway. So No, you'd be totally right. Um, yeah, I mean, g generally. Obviously, I mean, there's there's two factors with with uh, new protected resources. Is we want to try and get a good balance between all the biomes. Obviously, some biomes are gonna be um, slightly stronger based on you know how valuable you think certain resources are, but they should at least have one or two kind of unique or semi-unique resources. And there are still a few biomes around uh, Loka that are very low on those things and. But thematically, you know, we're not going to be sticking things in places so they don't make sense. Um, I'd also add with axolotls that they can't survive out of water. And 
while I understand there are a lot of water in the ocean bits around the Sunset Isles, there's not much inland water in the biomes themselves necessarily. So it, it may not make even make that much sense, even if we did want to put them there. Why are goats and axolotls region protected, even though they don't provide any resources to warrant that? Um, because it's more interesting. Well, yet I think is 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 also the. I wouldn't rule us adding drops to things at at some point as well. Um, we like the we like the the limited biome restriction stuff that we've got in in the server. And when when a new update comes out and everybody can get everything that's in the new update in the first six hours, that's not very interesting. And you know reasons to place an inhib, IMO. Uh, also, uh, most animals are meant to be resource protected it's just that you know you couldn't resource protect all of them because otherwise nobody could have anything so there there are animals that are i guess i see the point that calf's making but yeah it's uh it's because of the i guess this is worth us bringing up for lack of a better term the pokeballs of the future I think that's mm -hmm. one of the issues. And I'll just briefly discuss what that is because it's on topic. Um, everybody knows it's kind of a pain in the ass to, to bring animals anywhere on Loka. And also, if you are like an owner of the goat biome, it's not like you can... You can try to pull a bat, but it's just not that much fun. So basically the TLDR is we're going to make a Pokeball system so you can basically capture a goat and then sell it on the market. And then you can like see all the stats about that goat or that horse or whatever the thing is. And then you can just sell somebody a goat and then they can like spawn it uh, and then just kind of get rid of all this yeah. business. With, and, like, and obviously with, with, boats. Yeah, with, with tamed animals specifically as well, it would change the ownership of it to the other oh, yeah. person as well. Yeah, because there's, um, yeah. there's a problem with which, people Which there's no way of doing currently. Yeah, um, so anyway, that's, that's what's up with that. Um, okay, moving on to our lists. Sharding. Talk about sharding. Also, for those of you who did want to speak, speak, uh, if you wait till the end, then we will do a more formal raise your hand and we'll let you speak uh, against our better judgment thingy. So, or, or ask your questions now. It might be easier. <laughs> Um, so sharding. So for those of you who do not know what sharding is, because you hear the word uh, all the time, it is the concept of taking each of the continents of Loka and turning them to their own server, as opposed to all of Loka just being running running on one Java instance of a server. Um, and it is, I mean, the reasons are simple. It distributes the load. It allows conquest fights to be ginormous on some other continent. It allows a Balak fight to exist without major towns on all three continents, all running hoppers and all kinds of crap, bogging down the server resources and causing lag. Um, it is something that we've been working on for almost almost over six months now. It's been a lot more work than I think any of us thought, but we also knew it was going to be a lot of work. We're, we're pretty close, actually, and it is intended to come out in October. Um, it needs more work, but 117 needed to come out beforehand just for some various reasons. Uh, the biggest one was honestly maps. We just need to make sure people's maps don't, that they've all spent a lot of time making don't blow up. And, and for that to work, we needed to be on 117 so that we could like adjust how map loading and saving works on a fundamental low level way, like lay, way. 
But also, it would be nice to just be on the new version and then go heavily test sharding for conquest fights and stuff because it's just going to be uh, the better way to go. So that's why it's we... easier to establish what what the bugs are to that and not yeah. having to question: is it a one seventeen bug or is it a sharding bug? Right. We would we didn't want to do sharding and then launch one seventeen a week later and then there's all these random new bugs. So plus, uh, we're we're going to feather the the release of sharding. So when sharding comes out in its first way, so to speak. Uh, is we'll probably shard Ravina first because it is the continent that is most allowed to explode with conquest fights that are the least uh, significant. Uh, and, and if they kind of go, go bonk, it's not the end of the world, whereas other conquest fights can be very, very important. So um, uh, Sea Train is one of those things that uh, also was a, the, a first phase of sharding. It's out and now it's not working because of sharding work. It is the intent to get it working. Um, basically, now that 117 is out, the next full probably week until maybe the end of Sunday or so, we'll just be fixing bugs and I will aim to get C train back up and running uh, within the next week. That's the plan. Um, so yeah, that's what sharding work is. And so sharding is the next major focus of development. We need to be sharded before we can do anything else that we want to, uh, because what we want to do is grow Loka, and Loka can't get much bigger right now. It's the reason we do not advertise, other than I post pretty pictures on Reddit sometimes. Uh, I mean, Loka's growing pretty well as, we, as it is already, because you guys are sharing it uh, to your friends and such, and that's great. We, we like the natural growth, but if we don't want, if we were to have a giant growth spurt, there would be lag. And we don't want that. So we want to make sure all our ducks are in a row. And in this case, I mean, ducks are shards uh, before we can, like, lots have hundreds of new players. We were on more or less the best hardware we can get to, at least without ridiculous amounts of money on us. I mean, just... Well, it, there, is, uh, there is a new generation this, this is, stuff. Here, let me, like, just address this as a whole, because I think if, yeah, if there's people going, oh, just... just yeah, box. I think it's a misconception. Uh, that is the constant refrain, um, and that is not always the, the the problem. Minecraft still is a largely single-threaded thing. So if you have a sixty thousand core CPU, Minecraft still predominantly uses one. Uh, it uses a lot more than one in various means, but when it comes down to it, like I was talking before, if you've got if you've got a process, three towns with hoppers and auto brewers and a conquest fight, all that has to be done in order on one box. Now we can send stuff like chunks asynchronously on, on different cores. We can do chat on different cores. We can do packets on different cores, which is how it works. But ultimately it has to still all process one by one in order because that's just the nature of games. Um, Loka is, I know it doesn't seem like it, but it is one of the most optimized servers out there. And it's just because we spent so much time on, on it. Buying a better box, if it has the same core, single threaded core speed, is not going to make anything faster. It's why we're, we're sharding, because that allows us to use other cores of the box. Um, so buying a better box, it really isn't the worth it that, that much right now. It's not going to gain, gain us anything. At best, it'll claw back maybe one TPS, but we don't, we don't struggle with being on 19 versus 20 TPS. We struggle because there's 150 people in a fight and like 12 other giant towns loaded at the same time that's the that's the that's the part when you die if for example you live in southern valeria a big honking town uh and nobody's in it great it's not loaded loka's not processing it all, everybody's happy but one person dies in a fight goes back to southern valeria they've loaded the whole town and now it's processing again so we just want to distribute that load so um 
So it's good for Loka because it means we're not wasting all of the money that we make, which is which is enough to keep us going, just to barely above water. It means we're not wasting all that on, on um, hardware. We are able to optimize the hell out of the hardware we do have. So that way we can save the money that we're making for stuff like advertising, which is what we want to do and can talk about a little later. So yeah. Okay. Uh, generally, well, okay. So generally, where does money from donations get allocated to? Paying for the server. It costs to run the server. <laughs> it costs to run... Uh, well, we've got three boxes everything. currently right for two uh, two two main ones one's well, my own computer well, which, which doesn't entirely count but oh i guess you're right now, is the web third is the website yeah. and box so we have a main one that runs make main loca we have now a new one which runs p test servers so that we can like make because it used to be there would be lag spikes out of nowhere and it was actually just me rebooting the pts uh, so that's that's now made it to its own server and then we have a little uh, a littler box for stuff like the website but but obviously with sharding, then it opens up the ability for us to use more boxes uh, to improve performance as well. Right? Because we can use utilize the other cores. Yeah, I mean, half the money just is because money, it's just this monthly cost to running Loka, and the other half is us waiting to use a lot of it. Well, and then the there's, there's software and, and, and yeah. as well, and there's the um, costs, but... Yeah, uh, if you're wondering if any of us really get paid, the answer is no. I think I gave Mag a little bit of money one day just to be like, here, thanks for helping uh, work, run Loka for 10 years. But uh, it wasn't like a nice, very cool amount. Uh, what else have people been axing? C-Train um, was covered. New maps for duels. There is, There will be a, at least a new map in the next arena season. Um, Skipping ahead a little bit, but I think it's fine to talk about the new website and the arena season since the website is. Uh, one do of do we want to mention Conquest Camps very briefly just because it relates to Shining a little bit? Oh, sure. Um, um, you go right ahead. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, the only, the only thing regarding that is I think the only reason it kind of comes up of why people would, well, one of the main reasons is TPS drops, performance is an issue, therefore we should cap Conquest fights. Um, what we kind of want to do wait wait until we sharded performance um is not no longer kind of a factor in that um i think the reasons we would want to look into cap capping conquest is the fight itself just has too many people for it to be able to support you know the the size of the land of a tile um etc because if we cap fights kind of like we do with Ravina, you get these horrible situations where there's all these players that sit there, wait for this big fight to come up, want to go and play, and then they're told, no, you can't play because we've, uh, we're sending all of our better PVPers, and that just sucks. Um, it just excludes so, people. More than any other thing, it excludes people. And if you hear about Loka and you hear big fights and you want to come play on Loka and you want to go to big fights, and if you show up to this server that sounds so cool, and then they just go, no. You can't come. Well, that sucks. And then why would you stay? I don't really think that the argument that people will just naturally and organically break into pieces is 
is necessarily the truth. It's I mean, even always... if they did, you're still going to run into issues where, because I mean, even if you break into pieces, say a cap is 50 players per side, hypothetically, and you're not going to have exactly 50 players in your alliance. You're going to have 100 and then hope that 50 can show up each day. So you're still going to be excluding people. You know, it's, it's, it's never going to be this kind of, you know, perfect system that you'd hope. Um, I mean, what we, we are probably planning on doing is adding other kind of conquest type activities like Ravina that would have, you know, higher cap levels, um, potentially with kind of buff islands is what we've discussed, um, uh, where you can fight over, you know, um, certain buffs and, you know, perhaps we cap that at a higher level of, you know, 30, 40 players a side or something. So you've got these kind of different scales of conquest fights. Um, and then, you know, different people will enjoy different ones more. And then there is the intent. There has always been uh, an update where we would like to increase the number of objectives on a battlefield for bigger fights so that it's not just team A and team B at either the T-Gen or the NHIB. If you can break up the fights to make them more than just those two things, they'll always be those two things because that's how you win the whole thing. But if you can have a, an objective side over effect, here off to the almost, side for yeah. some reason, then you might at least be able to break up the fight into to more pieces. Uh, although you guys kind of do that of your own accord pretty well because everybody likes to go off in 1v1. So, uh, But yeah. Um, back to the sharding thing real quick. I see a question in here about how it would work. And would it separate the community? So, no. the The idea is that once we're sharded, you're not going to be able to tell. It won't feel any different than being on Loka right now. You will go to, get on a boat. You will show up on Calros. You will see the same tab list. You will see the same chat. You will be none the wiser. It's just instead of it being a, a simple world change, uh, you will actually be shuffled off to a different server. Uh, but but the 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 difference between that that transfer is like negligible to barely note barely different feelings so that's the whole point but because that's the way we're doing it it's why it's taking so long and so difficult to do because it is far from trivial <laughs> and every single happens. system has to yeah. be uh they gotta talk to each other all the servers yeah yeah that's the thing is it has if to feel like it's the same every server has to talk to every other server to tell each other what they're doing you know, who's warping where, who's chatting about this, am I sending a builder application that needs to go find out if the player's on the network and then ask them, make it seem like it's all the same, blah, blah, blah. It's hard. Uh, there aren't a lot of servers that do it, but for us it's necessary because we want to we wanna be more like an EVE Online where there's just a big, giant, single server, for so to speak, that we're all on as opposed to there's just local one, local two, local three, and they're all the exact same. That does split the community. That would be the EU loca uh, that I don't, that we weren't really going to talk about because it's just not on the the you know the, the roadmap anytime soon. But that's that splits the community. But no, this is the same loca, just better divided into pieces. So, um, new maps for duels and sea trains. So we covered that. Yes, we will add a map picker to the dual menu. That's just something we will do. When, when um, we do the, uh, the new arena season, there'll probably be a few little quality of life things regarding right. um, Jules arenas, that kind of thing. Um, I'm not... Oh, somebody just removed it. Okay. Um, uh, 
why give us fortune gold but then just reduce the amount of gold in the r i think we've kind of talked about that so feel free to re-ask your it, question yeah it's it's just to make it more we we want to be consistent with vanilla sure it doesn't change anything on loca but we don't want to sit there and have people come on used to being able to fortune gold and then suddenly wait why am i getting this block from gold and it not making sense yep okay all right next on the list the new website well that there's a new website it's coming out soon and yeah, it's, with it's the not new gonna website, be super exciting for you guys other than the fact that it works on mobile i guess That's yeah it'll one. look nicer uh really the the reason it's coming out and it's always been tied to the arena up season relaunch uh, it's just because we didn't feel like trying to make the old website work. It, it's barely functional at all. And the new website will have the ranked ladder on their ranked leaderboard so that people can see what rank they are in the grand arena seasons. So that's why one comes out and then the other one should follow suit right afterwards. Um, but obviously, predominantly, the website, at least initially, is 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 just a, a marketing tool, I suppose, in many ways. Um, but, again, you know, over time we want to be sort of adding more and more features to it that you know may you know, I, I mean hypothetically linking in certain in-game things whether it's towns markets and all sorts of stuff that you could view on the on the website potentially in the future yeah another on a long list of things that we need before we can do like the advertising phase because our, our current website is old it very out of date and mm -hmm. look has changed a lot since it's it's it come it came out so the arena season, I don't think there's not a lot to talk about. Everybody kind of knows what it is. It's basically, we, we're going to make this whole new arena ladder ranking system complicated doohickey. Uh, but we figured rather just why don't we just turn on the old one that we used to have just so people could have a way to do it. Basic ELO ladder, ladder. everybody knows what that is. I think all of you should at least. So it'll just come um, Regarding maps, there'll be a bit of a cycle. But we'll, we'll, you know, every arena season will probably have a cycle of about five-ish maps um and yes there'll, there'll be some changes to the uh original ones for for the season um next month oh here's a good question will copper be added to the trader will you be able to trade copper or for shards probably not but maybe i i mean this the simple thing is it's <laughs> I mean, the the problem is if if you if you add it to the trader, it's it's going to have the same sort of value, probably even less value than iron, right? It's it's going to be pretty ineffective. And, like and if if you make it any more effective, then you just cause inflation to the economy unless you start reducing the quantity of other stuff. So it's kind of like you don't really gain anything from adding it, um, yeah. and especially you kind of we kind of want to make it slightly more abundant because its predominant use is blocks and building with it so as soon as we start tying it to economy and stuff then we can't give people as much and then you can't really build with it because you can only get like a stack of blocks and what can you build out of that sort of thing so unlikely but i wouldn't rule it out so yeah that's what's up um I guess just keep going down the list so we can get back to questions at the end. Nether random spawn idea. Um, battle bus, but for the nether, not not necessarily really, but we do recognize that in the absence of a new of a nether content update, which would probably be quite a bit of ways, because we, by the way, 113 will come out first before that. Uh, and there will be ocean stuff once and for all. And there will be coral once and for all. Um, 
the, the nether is a small place and so is the end and uh both places are fundamentally necessary for being on loka and loka is going to get bigger and those aren't going to get bigger anytime soon and while it is fun that there's big gank fights and nice sweaty pvp going on there there the simple fact is everybody has to go through the same bottleneck of the ship uh yes you can go faster with uh, instant travel or you can be invisible but everybody's watching those places so if you're a new player god forbid you haven't picked a side yet or maybe you got accidentally invited to a side and didn't realize you're now enemies with 700 other players on the server it's just not a great feeling to probably show up and die instantly at the another especially when given the yellow tag system it's it's kind of a given to try to go after somebody since you lose almost nothing and so while this won't really fix very much because they're both still small areas there is an idea in the works where you can kind of just, there's a way somehow to just kind of show up on the nether, but any of a number of random places like on the coast or something, who knows, uh, just so that you have at least the, the, the illusion of a chance to show up and go do something, uh, rather than have to go there only one way and then just get followed and murdered. So that's, mm -hmm. that's really all there is to it. It hasn't been fleshed out much more than that. It was just uh, a problem that we know I mean, that we're going to continue uh, to have. I'll link this on to the gang Isles because because it is kind of related in a sense. Um, basically, you know, we're we're obvious. We're aware that there is a a desire for you know world PvP that is incredibly quick and easy to access. Um, it's why people want to have all these ganks in the Nether, the End, what have you. Um, the problem is we're moving in a direction where we want to be yellow tagging the areas around all of the docks for a good reason that you don't want people to be showing up there and not being able to go anywhere because the docks are being camped. And we don't want to be playing around with rules about dock camping all the time because it's, it's just a waste of everybody's time. Um, so effectively we need um a dedicated space for these people i mean you're still gonna obviously have people who want to try and intercept people going to different aisles and what have you and that's fine um so i mean the, the idea would be a small island continent whatever you want to call it that has a fast travel to it from spawn um that is designed for people who want a pvp and there will probably be some kind of objective on there as well um as a kind of incentive or, or kind of extra reason to um, to be there, um, but yeah, uh, and it will probably go hand in hand with us eventually kind of expanding the the end dock and the end as a whole, um, which would eventually kind of the area around the dock would become yellow tagged at some point, um, but we won't do that until we have a a gang Kyle to um, effectively replace it. Yes. Um, have I had any ideas for additional ways to earn shards beyond just mining in the RIs? Um, sure. Probably questing. When that yeah, we, we, yeah, I, I'd, I'd link it to any resources on the server, whether it's nether resources, whether it's shards, whatever. Obviously, there's in the market for shards and trading with players is, is something we want to encourage, but... Yeah, quests is a good way, and, and we want to be starting to add all these different ways of obtaining things. Um, just because, you know, some people might not enjoy mining and they want to do it less, but other people love it. And, 
give people options and choices is, is always a good thing. But obviously, when it comes to shards, then um, obviously it can have quite drastic effects on the economy if not done right. So it does have to uh, be balanced properly. All right, moving on to infested tiles. Um, so bountiful tiles are neat and fun and nobody cares about them except for the big ones, which are not automatic. So we will be removing the casual bountiful tiles. We will be keeping the continental capital global bountiful doohickeys. Those will, those will stick around. They will become automated at least so that I, I, we don't have to like manually. We've been manually typing in the dates <laughs> that they show up. Um, and they will also preserve industry capture per town as opposed to just the alliance leader absorbing it all and then having to deal with redistribution because that's stupid. Um, in the absence, though, of uh, those bountiful tiles, and in addition to the problems we just talked about in terms of like there's too many people on Loka, and there's not big enough places for people to go, go resource farming. And also with some beefs that we have about uh, people with caves, which we'll uh, enumerate on slightly later. Uh, infested tiles are meant to become a set of tiles on a each continent that spawn a whole heck of a lot of mobs, like just constantly. And they're basically like where you can go to grind. Because if you just don't happen to live on a cave, uh, which isn't entirely fair, especially since, you know, there's only so many of those. Uh, you, you basically don't have a lot of options for, like, you know, cave powder, gunpowder grinding and all, and, you know, even Enderman pearl grinding, that kind of stuff. It's basically a set of tiles that will perhaps rotate uh, every two weeks, maybe. Uh, we're still waffling on that. But it's just a giant grind fest. Everybody knows where they are. They will probably not be ownable by anybody, uh, potentially. And they should help distribute where to go on Loka for grinding things so that it's not always just, uh, you know, the end or your cave. Well, and, and also without it being a static location, because that's boring, you know. Um. Yeah. So that's that's one of the reasons that we might swap it out two weeks in or something like that. So it's it's it just we we thought capital bountifuls would encourage people to fight it didn't. The, just there's just not enough real value to to make it worth all the pots that you'd lose in a potential fight. Um, so it's a dynamic. It's not really a conquest objectives, but it's a dynamic marker on the world map that could lead to ganks too, just because that's where people are going to go to grind, and it's just meant to I don't know spice things up, spruce things up, move players around a little bit more. That's pretty much all a gank tile is, or not a gank tile. It's all a, an infested tile is. So. They should be. They should be fun. Uh, would neutral mobs work with infested tiles? I don't. I don't feel like they should. That seems a bit overpowered, to be honest. So. Yeah, I mean, there may be some unique factors to these things, like not being able to own them potentially. So, they, there there might be a few kind of um, differences just for balance and and interest reasons. Yes, corals coming in. So you fire experience and camps kind of stuff. I mean, this this is stuff. Realistically, um, turn of the new year will probably um, be coming out. Um, obviously, are, we can't go. On. I was going to say, I just want to talk a little bit about more what they are, because uh, I think pieces of them could probably and likely will come out 
between now and the new year as opposed to like the full one. Camps is a different sure. Like, sure. Camps is an extension of the new player experience, but it, to sum it up, obviously the new player experience needs a, needs a bit of a buff. Uh not the least of which is just because Loka is a complicated server. Um but it, there's not much we can do to help the overwhelming sort of learning curve that, that comes with Loka. I mean, YouTube videos are probably the best way to summarize a lot of information quickly. Um, so a new the new player experience is kind of broad, um, but the, the key kind of pieces of it are make use of the advancements tab in the Minecraft options window to give you a set of linear goals that are straightforward. Do this, do this, do this. Or like, and it comes in like groups of like what we call paths of Loka. You know, there's, there's, there's a few things that you can do on Loka, like category, categorically. You can either be a PVPer, like and do conquest, and your goal is to just like you know make a town, win the month. You could just be a town owner or a builder type of thing, or you could be a, an adventurer slash quester. And the three tabs could be a list of things to do to accomplish those goals, uh, as opposed to, and they will be probably light, lightly tied to quests. But quests can be overwhelming too for the new player. But just knowing that the next thing I should be doing on Loka is. I don't know, going out and finding a camp. And so that's what the new experience is. Because the, the biggest path. problem with, with new players is, you know, unless they've um, been invited by a specific group or, or friend, then they're just sat there with an overwhelming amount of stuff in front of them and they don't have a clue what to do. And if, if they are not told explicitly, then they're just like, okay, I'm bored and I'm off. Um, so giving them, you know, very clear... The, this this is what you should be doing, to, and it will get them up to that point where they're at least somewhat invested. Um, because at the moment we drop them off at the end of the intro course, and then it's just you're on your own. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. And so this um, beautifully ties into what camps are. So camps are are what towns fate part one will be. So the the chief problem is not only what the hell do I do on the server? Because if you weren't brought by somebody specifically, you probably then you don't, then you aren't told what to do. You don't even know you're supposed to, you don't even know that the boats coming and going is a thing on the server, let alone how to get to the wilds. So, and the first thing anybody wants to do on a, on a survival server of any kind is, you know, set up a base. And all we just go is say, well, you can kind of set a home, which can't do anything. If you want to start a town, you need three people. So a camp is like a fixed spot in every tile that you can claim and it becomes your little camp. And you now have very small little area of block protection and you can live there by yourself. You can add your friends there. But as soon as you join or set up a camp, you are now part of the camp network of Loka, which is like just a big broad global chat that all campers live in and can talk to each other and get to know each other, meet each other, coalesce into bigger camps. And then at some point, once they've satisfied some requirements that will perhaps also be listed in the advancements tab, then they can convert their camp into a real town. So there will not be a fight, a conquest fight to start a town thing anymore. It's just kind of an unnecessary complication. It does a good job right now of weeding out like all kinds of towns popping up all over the place. Um, but well, it, the, 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 the big thing with, with camps is it means there's a less barrier of entry to making a town. It's a much simpler and easier thing. You do not, there's, there, you don't have to start a fight which is, you know, quite quite tough for somebody to have to do a, a, a neutral fight if, you, if you're brand new. But it also has the effect of allowing us to make towns potentially slightly harder to keep running. Uh, you know, at the moment, a town with no territory is, is laughably cheap. Um, 
and that's obviously deliberate so new players you know stand a chance but obviously if they've got camps as kind of that replacement for the town with no tiles we can um uh make them a bit more challenging to maintain or at least a bit more balanced yeah it's just really important that in the first 10 minutes on the server ideally you're either in a town or you're in a camp because people really need that little element of my own my little uh splice slice of land on loca it's really important for people to have that because if you don't have that something to keep you to, to make you want to come back for day two uh, then you lose a per the person. In the video games industry, the parlance of that is literally called day one retention. And right now, uh, except for the people that you're, are brought here by, you know, specific other people. So basically, they're bought as you know, come check out Loka. I already have a town, or come fight big fights. You know, those people know that when to come and why to go, where they go, blah 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 blah. But other people are just like what? And if they're basically not, they ask if to join a town, and if no, nobody says anything, and if nobody talks to them, and they don't know what to do, and nobody, and nothing is telling them what to do, then they just yeet right on out, and you know, then we lose them. So. Okay, just just to clarify what what a camp is for for um, people is effectively uh, instead of a giant tile, which is where you would claim for a town, a camp is a small hex within that tile. Um, so that would allow 75. people to, yeah. So it's, it's a small 75 block hexagon that would effectively be your kind of claim. Um, but that wouldn't stop other people from owning that tile. So you could have a little guy on a cat on a, on a tile who owns, who has the little camp, but another town could own that tile, but they'd still be able to build it within their little camp. So it, it allows more new players to set up more, I guess, um, land claims without it impacting conquest. Um, this does allow nomads to have uh, a manner of block protected place to live so it does actually allow for a bit of nomad life um, the this uh, the idea hasn't been completely fully fleshed out yet so so while you probably will be able to expand from one hex to two hexes I the mechanics of that you know heading up into a wall at some point just damn just you know make it a town already uh, we don't we don't I don't think we know yet. I think it's unlikely that uh, that's the other part of camps is it's unlikely we'd put them on the map for the, the same reason as uh, the same problem we have at the moment is a new group come on, they make a town and they're fully visible to the entire server where they are. And then people will just come and kill them over and over again, which as a new player and you may not be geared up yet is pretty rough. Um, while I'm yeah. sure it's very entertaining for the guys coming along, at least you wouldn't show up on the map until you've kind of got a foot in the server a bit and, leveled up your camp to the point where it's a town kind of deal mechanically speaking it's kind of like and i'm saying this on incorrectly on purpose because it's funny we call them inhab pids or inhib pads <laughs> um where those were the things you had to find in order to step on and then turn on and then do a fight and make a town there's going to be like a i mean ideally at least maybe this is not necessarily going to happen but like a little you know a campfire looking thing and you only right click on it and so turn on like a campfire great now you own this little slice of the territory and there will probably be maybe this is conjecture because like i said there's a lot of specifics we haven't figured out so uh you know maybe it's there's only one of these campfire uh you know claimable spots in each tile because otherwise i mean we're not going to make a campfire clickable sub tile for each hex in each territory there'd be like a bajillion of those and that's just like not feasible so it's not like you'd get to you might not get to choose 
where in the entire tile you yeah. you get black. This is going to be a static point for for but a variety of reasons. There's also there's also you know a conquest fight happens on that tile. You don't want the camp is not going to be situated halfway between the inhib and the T gen, and you're running through this guy's camp fighting each other. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we do do that, but I think they will be more strategically positioned to avoid issues like that. Yeah, as as I mean, that's a perfect example of like why this isn't a fleshed out feature yet. Like, what yeah, what happens when you're living in your camp and there's a fight on it? What do you do? <laughs> I think I mean currently you would couldn't you'd be blocked out of living like you know doing anything there for the duration of the fight because you you're not a participant, so you can't be in it uh so there are questions to be answered so purling a light ring and then these are the things we just don't we don't know yet but but the goal is i can go to the wilds and set up a spot and own that spot even even by myself very quickly on mocha uh and then have some goals after that but at least i have a reason i mean to you could now you I could argue else. they'd be they'd be a vassal of whoever currently owns that tile so they automatically have to fight for them <laughs> they're living yeah, on their fun. land there than their vassal <laughs> Um, what mobs will be in the infested tiles? Could we see the horsemen, ghost, and RI mobs on these tiles? Uh, I'd say potentially. Potentially, we haven't really, honestly. That's a again, that's a future feature, probably not coming out until maybe November the earliest, probably because October is really booked. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's possible. Like it is, it's certainly meant to be the the key stuff. Endermen, uh, creepers. creepers, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Will camps eventually force you to make your camp into a town? I think the answer is no. I think you, uh, you will have mm -hmm. the option, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think, I think it would be a no. I mean, on on the basis that you would still to make it into a town, you're still going to have to have a few more members. So you're going to have to build the number of members in your camp anyway. Um, yeah. It's not going to so automatically I think, I think turn will into have a town. Choice. You will have to satisfy various requirements, and it, we're obviously going to have to make it so that it's not like it shouldn't be attractive to live in a camp because you get half the stuff out of a town that you want or need. I don't think you'd get any perks, or if you did, they'd be very limited. No, cool. So it should no not void be, storage. Yeah, no void storage. You know, no town port. Well, I guess you get you get you get a town portal because you get um, mm -hmm. slash home and slash spawn, but uh, it it should not be considered. You know. Uh, advantageous to be in a camp. Uh, but we look forward I mean, to then the other problem, invented. obviously, you can't you can't participate in conquest and all these sorts of things. But yeah, that's true. Um, you can get nomad fights, but those are just little like you know hand to hand brawls. <laughs> you got to go to the other camp and beat those guys up. But you can't set up an inhib on them. Um, when we can claim, when can we claim outposts for our town that acts the same as a town tile? Uh, that is not planned. I don't think we're gonna let. Do that. I just don't. Wait. If you, I know you want to dig another hole, Jib. <laughs> <sighs> but you gotta, you gotta let go of, of your town and either give it to somebody else or, you know, say goodbye to Jabba. I don't know. You, you choose. Um, will there be rewards for placing high in ranked pot? Yes. Um, but probably. That so that's one of no, the reasons. No, they'll be tight. Uh, yes, there will, there, there will be titles um, as yes. a minimum. Um, Possibly, we might we might do kill messages for the top people too. Um, we'll see. It. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, but nothing else. We in previous years there will not be a new um, helm. 
for the winter. We just the reason we stopped doing those arena seasons is because it became uh, prohibitive for us to sort of have to create the art for a skin for three. It was a bit resource-intensive. Yeah, it was just too much work that we didn't have the, the bandwidth to do. So um, the titles are expect new continent for one eighteen. Um, no, Unlike uh, what? So 118 obviously uh, includes the height changes, um, and we don't know exactly everything about that yet. So, I mean, obviously it's still a bit up in the air. Um, what we do kind of want to do, um, I would say as a minimum uh, at some point, is to kind of add uh, a second resource island um, that utilizes the height limit uh, that would kind of act as kind of the um, the hardcore resource island, if you will. Um, so it, it would um, have a lot more resources than the regular ones, but would be a lot more dangerous um, and kind of be a hub for more experienced players. And that would double up with us you know, reducing the amount on the existing R RIs. And the existing RIs would almost be a kind of baby, my first RI type of thing. Um, <laughs> Baby's first RI. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, and then for... at, at which point we would then be utilizing some of the cave blocks and stuff for that as well in, in those RIs. The, the things we've said in the past about, you know, when would we make a fourth continent are twofold. There would either have to be just such an incredibly wonderful content update that had like all kinds of new trees and flowers and, you know, surface blocks, not cave blocks necessarily. Uh, and that was always an, an entertaining possibility. Um, but the other one was just scale. We got too many people. We need a fourth continent. But I'm even dubious about that because um, first, there's going to have to be a lot of people on the, the server and there's going to have to be a lot of towns. Now, yes, there are a lot of towns on Ascalon. They're all full of like three to four people each. Um, there are some big ones, but there's also little proxies, even though they're in the same alliance. Um, the problem with a fourth continent is it doesn't attribute, it does not like it's going to introduce a fourth side. It will likely mean a ton of people all move there because it's neat for a bit, uh, but I don't think it's going to change the dynamic of, of Loka in terms of like and another force. The only thing that can do that is just a natural new group of players with a loyalty to, I don't know, a YouTuber or their own, or they just feel like going it alone and not, not being part of the, the two sides. That's just a natural and organic thing that humans do. They clump up into groups. They want to be on, on a winning side or they want to fight the winning side. And rarely does a, and not without the sheer quantity of like new players untethered to the people on looking now would there be like a the third side and where there has been sort of a third side it was always minimal so fourth continent's not going to really do much to help much of anything and if we get to the point where we're so saturated with players and towns we probably would have a there's a there's a question that whether that we need to actually split loca into like an eu loca or actually make a fourth continent would it help or hurt it might not help so all of the new content that came in the caves and cliffs update that's probably delegated to like resource aisles since it's all subterranean right so and we don't know what 119 is yet but uh we we've our, our spider oh, is uh potentially an, an and, end update because it would be on brand with speculation they fixed the nether or they redid the nether they redid the caves they redid the surface sort of and they redid the oceans so what's the last one that's very old probably that that wouldn't surprise me so again that would be a bunch of new blocks none of whom have anything to do with uh like the surface so 
So yeah. So probably not a fourth continent. I don't think it would uh, accomplish much, but uh, it would be neat and it would be pretty and it would have our best version of, of you know, world creation uh, with great, with great new blocks, but uh, it wouldn't change the, like the, the political conquest landscape very much, I think. And, and you all know you would all, all, all sides of both of you, and if there's three sides, all three of you are all going to go there and fight. <clears throat> so it's not like there's going to be a new set of people that show up just for the Eastern continent. So, yeah. Okay, where are we at? Uh, Gank Isle. Okay, Mag, go for it. Uh, you can do this one. Wait, we, we did that. No, we, 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 we're, we're up on that. Oh, right, okay. So, yeah, yellow tag. We're up that round. We'll, just go, down, we'll just go down the questions now. Um, well, I think advertising was the last one, because there is a question. Sure, I mean, if you want to touch on off. it. And the question is literally like, a big YouTuber shows up, what you doing? Uh, freaking out. <clears throat> Waiting. And then fixing lag or, or trying, because what has happened is like if if, if they stay, that's good. But what if they don't? Ninety nine percent of everybody that came with them all leaves too. So uh, now Loka is very different than the last time we had a YouTuber come through. So I would argue that there's a lot more of the chunk of the of the of their subs that might stick around because Loka's cool, as opposed to like you know six years ago when we last had and paid for one to show up. But, uh, yeah, having a YouTuber come to Loka is one of the various ways we would probably consider advertising Loka as opposed to just, like, sticking a banner somewhere because um, that will certainly get us a lot of players. The concern I have, my theory, which, you know, could be right or wrong, if you get a big-ish YouTuber that shows up on your server, you attract the gaze of the other YouTubers. So I fear it's not like we get one. The thing is, we would want like a medium-sized one just to test things out before getting a big one. I don't think we have any control over that. That's not that's not how going viral works. And I don't put in the cart before the horse saying that maybe we'll go viral. But once the floodgates open about your server on various like public social networks and stuff like that, it, they all just start coming. So it's the reason we've been keeping basically quiet about Loka until sharding is out, just because we just can't we can't have it. But we do have sharding plans once that's released. We have a like a backup extra sharding plan if the, if the need arises where rather than a, the all of Ascalon being its own server, maybe your own town becomes like part of a subserver or something like that. And, and conquest uh, fights as well. And conquest fights might become their own little piece of thing. It's it's tough to see, but um, but yeah, advertising. We're gonna try things all the are things. scalable. Is the point? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. People have suggested TikToks. We do, we do uh, agree that TikTok seems to be a good way to reach a lot of people about your server. There's been some cool TikToks out there. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll it takes time and everything. we don't have it at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't have it and we just, we want- Well, it's just, the, it's just the, time, the time investment in, in, in that is, and, which is, and also there's that side of it as well. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be a point when we when we decide we're, we're here we go, we're advertising, where We'll start then we can invest yeah, more resources into yeah. that as opposed to other stuff, true. I'll make cooler renders, that stuff. More towns will get rendered. More pieces of local get rendered. We'll make some little YouTube videos. We'll have some advertisements here and there. It'll be a whole thing. But uh, we want to... The thing is we need to be able to support the players. And more importantly, we need the players to have a reason to stay on the server once they show up. Right now, the server would start lagging, and then they would still get confused and then quit. And so those two things have to exist before we feel comfortable releasing the proverbial floodgates so that's why that's why we keep not telling anybody about loca very much 
but you guys are doing a great job of that for us. So keep up the great work. So thus concludes our bullet list. I think we can go fully into the questions now. So possible screen share team coming anytime soon, more than just staff or lower staff requirements. Um, okay, there's two, there's, there's a lot of issues. I mean, issue one is with respect, there are a lot of people within the community that don't know what they're talking about. Um, so we get, we'll get, <laughs> I mean, being blunt about it, there's, there's a lot, I mean, and it's difficult, right? There, there's, there's a lot of, um, it's, there's a lot of factors at play, right? Uh, especially when people are connecting from all around the world to a server, um, that is hosted somewhere else in the world. Minecraft being the buggy mess it is because, you know, it was, it was made in a basement, uh, God knows how many years ago now, um, 12, something like that. So there are plenty of occasions where people will accuse others of using hacks, and that is quite obviously not the case. Um, however, I yes, something we do want to do and will be doing is um, training up more people to uh, be able to screen share. Doesn't mean that we are going to be doing it like crazy either because a it's intrusive and b we don't want to do it and find out that we're wrong because then they can kind of get away with doing it in the future a bit um i.e you know when they've got it on we want to be screen sharing them when we know they've they're using it so we can catch them um I mean, the, the, the most oft, the most common um, hack, hackusation, I guess, that we get is reach. Um, and that's just, that's because you guys are, a lot of you are EU or South American players coming to play on a server hosted in Canada. And in the most egregious respect, you know, say you're somebody in Eastern Europe fighting somebody in South America. Well, that's like a huge ping differential. And just because of the nature of running away from somebody, there's a huge difference between where your where your screen says somebody is and where the server thinks you are, and the server is the only thing that matters. So, um, a lot of these hilarious clips of people like uh, running backwards or walking backwards and getting a quote unquote six or seven blocked by people is simply lag, and it's nothing further than that. Um, but there's yeah. also a lot of misinformation out there about you know what hacks exist, what things you can do with your internet connection, and various other things many of which are completely untrue the odd ones are true um but i mean i mean that obviously you know i mean uh, red edits goes like, into the pump there has never been one person to provide decent or rather any evidence that red edits help you more than they hurt you in the current uh, version of minecraft in any modern version of Minecraft over like 1.12. So while people yep. seem to think they matter, uh, no one's ever proved it and everybody screams that it's a, a thing and it's my, it's a meme on our end, but you know, and we say, you know, come, come show us, show us how it, it works. Work show us well. that it works and not a one person has. Now evidence, somebody taking a video of somebody lagging and saying, well, this is evidence that regedit works. I mean, yeah, it messes with your internet connection, but mm. do you gain or hurt from it? The, the TLDR the with regedit is there's a lot of smart people out there scamming kids out of a lot of money for regedits. Um, yeah, we've and, seen quite and a few kids think they work and pay these guys money, and 
in some instances, some of these people who claim to be selling regedits are actually selling a very rudimentary hack client that the player doesn't realize they're installing. And then they think that the regedits are working and they're actually just using some form of hack. Um, that I, there is one instance of that that I found. So yeah, it's, it, I mean, it did work back in, back in uh, you know, 1.7 potentially, but Minecraft changed how it functions, so not anymore. I mean, Sku and I have opened, literally opened and viewed Grudge Edit uh, collections, and they they literally do, do things that are verifiably don't don't do anything, or actually just make your internet worse. Um, so it's it's one of the boogeyman. But there are plenty of people that hack out there. There's no doubt about that, and we try to screen share them uh, where possible. We do need more bandwidth on our screen share team. There's no doubts there, um, but not only. Do we would not want to be wrong because that person then uh, feels like they can hack? But uh, you know, integrity. If if we start doing a lot of screen shares, but we start coming up 50-50 on whether we get them right or wrong, or people who hack on other servers get screen shared on Loca and, it, and we they come up clean on our end, I mean, it makes us look dumb too. There is a pattern to which we handle these things on Loca, which admittedly is slow, but it's thorough. If you get to the point where you get banned on Loca, there's a pretty damn good chance that it's because you were actually doing something wrong. We don't just ban out of nowhere because our, we have the feelsies that somebody's doing something weird. We, we, we punish based on evidence. We collect our stuff. We put it in neat little folders. We, we sleep with them at night. They don't go away from our hot little hands. And uh, yeah, so, uh, but, but yes, working on more screen shares is, is a focus, one of our various focuses. Right now, so. And a couple of tools to help um, streamline the the system we have on the back end. Um, yeah. I would say that if you're, um, by the way, if you want to start DMing me about like things that that either help or that you want to help, actually don't DM me. Um, I'm not the greatest person for it. I'm too busy working on the code and developing stuff. Skew, who is our resident like hack master, <laughs> so to speak, I would throw him under the bus. Because uh, he's the one that, that uses, you know, does predominantly most of the screen shares and is, is, is aware of some of the tools out there. I'm, I'm not aware of all the, even the, the tools out there because I'm, I'm usually so heads down just working on code and lag and stuff like that that I'm not even paying attention to what's going on. So, uh, yeah. Um, doing anything about invis stealing uh, stuff in ganks? Um, not, I mean, there's nothing planned. Um, I mean, it is kind of one of those vanilla mechanics it can be quite entertaining I, I understand why it's frustrating if you're going and killing people in ganks and um someone's uh hiding away in a corner in viz and comes to grab all the loot and, and run away um well i guess it's probably especially an issue for like yellow zones where someone can just pick up someone else's loot and not Lose it when they because die. They're not in yeah. a tag. Yeah, I mean, it's it's plausible. Some, you know, it feels bad picking up an item and then suddenly being combat tagged. So I don't know whether that's quite the right way around it. Um, it is worth the discussion, though. I mean, obviously, we try to keep things as vanilla as possible on Loca, but when we introduce a system like yellow tagging, suddenly a lot of rules change. And if mm -hmm. there are, if that is an example of something like where maybe you can't do that, either you can't be invis yellow tagged, or if you you are, you can't do cheeky stuff like that. That's something we we should and probably need to have a conversation about. Um, I would say make a thread out in the forums, and then people can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. That is a that's yeah. the reason we always direct you to the forums. It is the best place for uh, civil discourse. 
Yeah. This and, games um, are terrible for that kind of thing. But but, but really also bad. you know bringing it up to LCRs. I mean in this case, I mean we we've seen it, so we'll we'll um, probably chat with the LCRs about it as well. But um, it's it's something we'll look into. Yeah. Um, will we ever be able to use orbs to buy kill messages, pets, battle helms, etc.? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so next year. Um, yeah. So so basically, obviously, you know, we've been so bogged down with sharding or and God knows what else. So uh, with uh, it kind of links in in some ways to the new player experience and camps because it's kind of um, I would link that in with achievements, which is a Bit, we want to add a whole ton of achievements, which will then link in with that system. So when you achieve a certain number of achievement points, we'll give you a free kind of uh, reward of a kill message or a pet or, or what, what have you, um, and which would effectively, you know, give you uh, a way to progress in a sense and re be rewarded for it. You know, as you get um, more and more achievement points for certain things, uh, you get something out of it. Um, and then along with that would be our kind of um, treasure knife system um, or loot crates, whatever you want to call them. Um, and you will be able to uh, purchase them through that. Uh, and I would say that that is like along with kind of probably just after the camps uh, is when we'd expect to do that. Um, By the way, it's uh... something that's been on our radar for a very long time, and I I know a lot of the community is aware of it and knows why we've kind of put it off for so long is because we've prioritized other things. Because in our view, we put that ahead of monetizing the server, you know, making the server performant and content and whatnot. Um, but it is a long time coming, and it, it's um, it's right near the top of our list now. So. Believe you me, we want it out as bad as you do, but you know, I, I don't think that a feature that just is for making money, literally just for making money, would be received well if there's like a bunch of problems with the server. So we have, I would say, resolved a lot of just core issues with Loca. Now it's just preparing for growth, but um, yeah, there's just a right time and a wrong time to, to ask for money. <laughs> and uh, it's never felt it's never felt right yet, but we do have a roadmap. And, and especially when us. we're in a position where we we are kind of able to float the server costs on the on the current um, orb orb sales, that it's not essential. The server's not going to shut down because we run out of money either. Like we're you know, so that's why it's kind of also we you know it comes out of our pockets in the past as well so which is a great segue to calf's question which is I, I will just quickly touch on something um just before you go into that is uh, any chance we can see titles and other cosmetic rewards tied to specific achievements um and potentially yes. i think very unique things i mean you've got holiday quests and certain things would have a specific so i think it there would be twofold you know one would just be the random thing from um, oh, but maybe there'll be specific things for reaching certain landmarks as well. Um, but possibly for certain achievements that are particularly challenging, it could be linked with something maybe. Yeah. Um, so to segue on something that Cap was asking, which is, do I ever give myself break? a break? We're worried about you. For one, uh, that's very sweet, and I appreciate that sentiment. Um, two, uh, it should be known that I actually don't kill myself over Loka, or I try very, very hard not to. And... It, the, so my brother, my real-life brother, uh, is actually the person who started this server back in 2011. 
and it was about a year out. It was out for a year before I kind of started to get my grubby little paws off on year it, and a half, changing, yeah, changing yeah. everything about it. Um, when he created the server, it was his goal that it was basically anarchy back then. The idea was, um, I'm just going to make a Minecraft server, and I'm going to poke yeah. in. I'm going to say goofy stuff that might kick like a story off, and then do nothing and let and see what just to see what happens. And mm. it doesn't entirely seem like that, but there has always been a goal that Loka should be able to run itself based on just the players doing their own stuff. And and in a lot of ways, I make Loka do that too. And Conquest is one of those things. It's completely player-driven. Our questing system is a, is a system that I wrote to let other people use. I can use it, but I don't. That's why we have a PvE team. So it's just a, it's a quest maker thingy for other people to make thingies so that I don't have to. Um, and I do have a day job. And that is predominantly what I do during the day. So in the morning and at nights, that's kind of when I work on Loka. It's mostly the morning, if anything. Uh, that's my that's my golden like three hours of I'm amped up on coffee and I'm doing good stuff. Um, and uh, so yeah, I, I very specifically don't try to kill myself over Loka because uh, then it won't be fun for me. Uh, Loka is a passion project. It, it remains that way. And because I like it, that's why I spend so much time on it. Um, it's also why I don't play Minecraft, and Minecraft as a game <laughs> to play isn't very interesting to me, but what I can do with it and the game that I can make out of it, that we make out of it, is what's interesting. I get my kicks off of watching you guys have fun in Conquest, doing stories, doing like Nether's Eve content and stuff that comes out like at the end of this upcoming month. Like, So I am, I'm, I'm pacing myself as best as possible, but because I have a day job, I don't have to make this server run out of my pocket. Which means, like Mag said, we do not have to focus on making money for the server to keep the server going. Uh, the server does currently now, in the past few months, has been able to basically run itself in terms of finances, which is great. Um, and I wouldn't mind if it made a bunch of money, of course, but uh, it's not something we have to focus on. It's why we can try to make Loka better and then ask for money later as opposed to just like let Loka rot, be buggy. And then instead, here's like, a, oh, here's a loot crate system. Isn't that fun? So uh, that's that's what's up with that. But it's we're in a fortunate position that most aren't, and that's just because we're older. Quite strange. Quite honestly, we are not teenagers. We're not young kids trying to run a Minecraft server. We're old men and women. I'm 34. So now, th those of you who wanted to know how old I am, that's yeah. Someone said you're in your 40s, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> All right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I am the spring chicken. But it is crazy for me to think that I've been doing this for over 10 years. There have been people on Loka that I've watched grow up and go to college. So y'all my babies, and I love you all very much. Um, and I'll be sending you off to college one day, but I need to make money for that. So anyway. Yeah. And there's some of us who watch Crypt, Crypt grow up on the server as well. Um... Yeah, we've all come a long way. <laughs> That's for sure. Very different servers. Uh, as to whether it was an anarchy server, um... It depends on your definition, but um, uh, there were, they were very, very, very early on, there was um, towns and uh, block protection for towns. So whether that constitutes uh, an anarchy server in your in your mind, vanilla server, yes, Probably not, anarchy, yeah. maybe not quite. Okay, so it was meant to be hands off, though, Lar largely hands off. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. So when are we getting new nether blocks? Um, again, uh, at some point in the new year, probably a bit further around. So obviously, um, if you haven't seen on the forums, there's kind of a little content calendar for the rest of this year uh, that Mosquito very wonderfully made. Uh, it's very nice. 
Um, beyond that, obviously, we've got kind of uh, your camp's new player experience and uh, and then getting into kind of achievements and uh, the loot, loot crate system. Um, and somewhere sprinkled in there will will be uh, your your ocean content as well. And then after that, then um, then we're looking at the, the Nether content, uh, which will be expanding the Nether continent itself to add add the new content, which will be um, red zone those those new places as well. Um, and yeah, should be good. So it's coming. It's we're not we've not forgotten about it. Can we nerf laser and Rivi? Uh, I think we just need to have a conversation about that with LCRs and various. I don't think we're going to do yeah. anything about it for the next month, but probably by November we can have a more. We we also some, something else we don't necessarily want to do um, is have modules do different things in different places necessarily. Um, the, the idea is they're kind of balanced in a way where sure some modules are stronger in smaller fights and some are stronger in bigger fights that's okay um it means different things get used in different scenarios and and there is an element of strategy it may be overtuned uh in smaller fights but uh it's something we can we can discuss uh with lcrs and and look at uh, fight data and things um, will the wither slash wither minions be nerfed? Um, okay, so first of all, the wither is possible to kill and has been killed plenty of times prior to turtle pots existing in the game. Um, however, we we do acknowledge it is incredibly strong, specifically the minions. I think are the issue. Um, I think something got bugged. I think there's some damage increase that. <laughs> well, I, there was, and then I think we. Uh, I'm pretty sure we resolved that. But um, e either way, yes, the, the minions are doing a bit too much damage. Is 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 the problem? Um, I think so a mechanic a lot of people don't understand is if somebody in your party dies, the wither itself gets buffed, um, and that can obviously spiral out of control very quickly and become very punishing. I, I think we still kind of want that. Maybe we could tone it back. I'm not sure, but um, the minions is the main issue, and we will um, we will uh, tone them down a touch. Um, will the end ever be expanded? Yes, the end will be, uh, and we want to we want to make a custom end um, at some point rather than the vanilla one. We're kind of half waiting on news on what the next Minecraft update 119 is going to bring because of our hunch of that being end-related stuff. Um, I mean, But yes, is... the plan is to make a, a cool end and make it larger with, with better ways to grind stuff and, and everything. I mean, A stop, because we have 1.13 content we need to do finished and release and then we have to do the same for the nether so for, for, hopefully by then we'll know whether the 1.19 update has anything yeah. to do with the end but fortunately because the end is a vanilla terrain the only one on the server really uh a stopgap measure could just be simply increasing the world border i don't know either moving the boat around or doing the random boat tp thing kind of like the nether so we at least there are ways to increase the size of the uh, the end just and let it be bigger a bigger vanilla area uh that that's something we could do since oh we if would... it looks like somebody didn't quite catch what i said about that so so the nether, the nether will be expanded there will be it'll be much larger um and new areas will be red tagged the original area around the dock is still always likely to be yellow tagged i don't know whether the whole island will still be or not but most likely and then it will be a case of the other air, the other new areas being red tagged um so basically you can again the kind of design idea is you know if you want to grind 
less efficiently. You can do so in yellow areas, but if you want to grind officially, you're going to have to go into the red areas that are a bit more punishing and are PvP hubs and whatnot. Uh, by the way, stick around till the end because we want we want to do a big conquest fight or several on the PTS. So to test things before the new month kicks off tomorrow. So stick around. Uh, exploring achievements, explore title, more achievements. Yes, that, uh, we touched on that. Um, tons of achievements. I mean, we're talking hundreds of new achievements um, is, is the idea. Um, and then, you know, as I say, potentially some titles and things linked to specific ones or just as a whole for get, reaching certain uh, point landmarks for achievements. Um, when will the premium law scroll hex code be available uh i it, that one's a harder one to pinpoint because it, it will require the external um web tool basically to to create them because it's just it's just an impossible thing to make in game i don't know if you've ever played with lowering stuff with hex codes in game but it's not it's not fun or easy so it does rely on this external tool obviously that takes away quite a lot of dev time for us to create so we're going to have to time it right um i wouldn't expect it until realistically early spring next year probably is a more realistic expectation for that um i mean obviously things change and it might it might be able to be earlier but i'd say that's a more realistic kind of goal um will m become yellow tech yeah the, a re not the entire end much like the nether a, a small area around um the end dock would become yellow um and then perhaps drop rates would be lower in the yellow and then the rest red that's kind of the idea um at public c train so players can fight each other um well let me get c train working first well sure yeah i mean <laughs> lo again long term this is something we want to do we, we do kind of want to do um kind of like doing pg being able to kind of do, do con conquest fights in, in a similar manner would be something nice that we'd like to do um i think there's a few things that come ahead of it in the priority list but it, it's definitely something we want to do for sure. And and then maybe even custom game rules for it and really so you could do some crazy stuff um, would be quite fun. Um, when do we get the rest of the 117 stuff? I may have touched on this, but basically uh, with, we're waiting for 118 for the height, the height difference. There's no point us doing cool stuff with caves only to get 64 more blocks below the Y level. Um, Initially, it will be these kind of new uh, resource islands. What we do with the rest of the continents, whether we expand stuff below and to what degree, whether we just put stone below the world so people can build more on in the towns or whatnot, I don't know yet. Um, it's going to depend on performance and a bunch of other stuff, which we don't know until Mo Yang release more of it. Um, Rivi tiles being rotated every two weeks. That should be fairly trivial, and we should be able to do that sooner rather than later. In fact, I thought it was in. Perhaps it. No, do, do we never get that in? No, um, no. I doubt we'll have that in before November, just because there's a lot of ha stuff happening in October. So, but it's uh, it's all adding up to what sounds like a pretty n nice November conquest update, at least. Mm -hmm. Towns have more leveling opportunities. Um, yeah, I, again, we kind of want to do this in one big. Um, big update the the town progression update um again obviously it's it's going to be at some point next year um it, it probably in some ways it ties in with 
camps in the new player experience. So I imagine some of it might kind of start trickling in with that. Um, but basically, we we want a system where uh, you can purchase these these cool things, whether they be aesthetic or practical for your town, and you can acquire these kind of town points in various ways, whether it be finishing in a certain position in your conquest um, in on your continent in conquest. So finishing second or third nets you some kind of town points that you can spend. So it's not win or bust. Um, perhaps uh, monthly town goals and uh, things that you would uh, get that you could do to achieve these points and, and a bunch of other stuff. Town leveling would um, obviously also acquire points. Um, but yeah, it'll be sometime after after the camp stuff, but some of it might might trickle in at the same time. More leaderboards, yeah. Town leaderboards is something we want to add to the website eventually. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Redo but it won't be there on release. No. Also, Trident's probably, by the way, will be restricted. We'll have the same similar flight restrictions as other things. Uh, as for how you get them. That's a secret! Yes, it will be with the with the 113, ocean, with the ocean um, update. Um, but yes, they are... The, the only real issue is the flying they're not particularly strong in PvP other than the uh, Darth Sidious spinning uh, thing they do. So, I mean... Nice. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, we will obviously block it going into towns and things, whether we block it in conquest fights when it's raining or whether we don't allow it to work in the rain and it's only when you've got water there. Because we have done a conquest fight with it working in the rain and my god, it's, <laughs> it's something else. It's... Uh, Probably, I think it has a worse. Uh, it would have a worse reputation than crystals. I think it's it's that kind of it's that kind of level. Uh, lower bedrock in one eighty. That that's yeah. yeah again tied to the thing. Don't know. Hopefully, but oh, no. Yeah, is... we are. I mean, I think we're just gonna probably just do what we did with this update. We'll just give you like I don't know the, uh, until the very bottom. Why negative sixty four? We'll just fill it in complete with completely with deep slate. So Most you just likely. have a big old extra chunk of sixty four blocks down, and however many it is up, and your just town will get bigger and taller rather. Yeah, as probably. But as I said, I, I you know. There is, there is obviously the caveat of we don't know what's happening yet entirely, so we can't guarantee that. But that's that's probably what will end up happening. Um, anything down about occasional nomad players that come and settle a town and randomly place on a town or alliance, not knowing what's going to happen. Well, yeah. So I mean, yes. the camp system is is basically the solution to this. Um, that putting a camp down is not is completely different and not a threat as creating a town and you're not going to be having to attack a thing and there probably will be restrictions on where you can put camps i.e you know maybe not unlock tiles of a town or something we haven't again fully we're not that far in the development of it to just clarify whether that's the case or not but um yeah that's basically to solve those problems again with new players and getting dicked over because they don't know what's going on um new policies for world cap as well as continent cap um yes we are aware that they are a bit dated at the moment they need some love um somewhere trickled in with uh, all the other stuff we've been talking about we would like to kind of do a bit of an overhaul with them um i think one of the leading thoughts in terms of balance wise because obviously it's very difficult to have all these policies to be equal in, in power level 
um, because some things just don't scale. It's not just a, a number you can times by two. Um, so to help with the balancing, something we'll probably do is um, when, say, you win WorldCap, instead of, oh, pick this number of policies, here's a number of points you can spend, and these policies are worth one, two, or three points, depending on how strong they are. And hopefully that will help us balance it um, and give us a bit more design flexibility with what kind of policies we can make. Although they are challenging because they need to be worthwhile, but not so strong that there's snowball issues and everyone else is like, well, there's no point playing because I'm not world capped. So they're tough, but um, we do want to do a bit of an overhaul with them. Espanol. There you yes, go. You can have that we are Chris. simply going to add a toggle option, not uh, not an addition. I think it's got to be either or. Uh, you can either be in English public chat or Spanish public chat, or probably we'll have to see. Uh, Turkish is a pretty popular language that seems to be spoken a lot. I, I don't know how many other languages we'd want to do, but um, yeah, at least Spanish. Uh, that'll be an option to just be able to go toggle so they, they can just have their own little uh spanish yeah. uh, public obviously the, the the issues with with it are, mo are moderating it um Moderation. yeah. obviously we need you know um filters of of certain words um which obviously requires us doing that and then staff that are able to moderate it um which which is kind of what puts us off it a little bit and probably why we'll only do it for as few languages as we we can um, oh, we got to get Dutch admin up in here, so that way they can tell us all the the dirty wordies that you guys use. Yeah, so any Dutch people, let's get to the forums. Sentry applications are um a map of the Nether, and they they also was like, how about the end? I said I said the Nether. I don't see any reason why we can't do the Nether just because it has like it looks like a normal island, but the end would just kind of look like this thing that's cut off. I mean, I guess we could do it, but I, I don't think it's as significant as the Nether. Yeah, not not. I don't think the end's worth it in its current state necessarily. Um, perhaps when it gets redone. Um, something we do want to do is kind of a um, a full world map of where all the continents are, um, geographically in in respect to one another, um, and that includes yes. you know Balak, Ravina, the Nether, etc. And perhaps from that we could, you know, access maps of each of the uh, each of the respective continents. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think it would be any work at all, really, to turn on another version of the map. I suppose that could be done. And uh, I, I, it, it shouldn't be that much work to also get a, a Spanish version public chat situation going. It's just there's a lot of pieces to that that make it not like a one button thing. But uh, if it's not too much, it might be worth doing sooner than later. Um, yeah, so I think, I think we ran out of questions. Yeah. I'm just having a quick scroll up, see if there's anything else. If, if yeah. you do have any further questions, do throw them in here. My favorite juice box is apple steak should only be prepared. Medium rare, although medium. Well, if well seasoned will suffice, it's not ideal. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember what the uh, questions are. Favorite cocktail. Simon asks, Manhattan. why can't people just apply for a specific chat moderator if there's special language chats? I mean, Sentry would cover it. I mean, it's 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 an overarching thing, you know. I 
it wouldn't be a problem for a sentry to only moderate certain chats. You know, we're not necessarily going to expect sentries that cannot speak Spanish to all monitor Spanish chat with a translator mm -hmm. next to them at all times. You know. Um, <laughs> I think somebody wasn't around when I said how old I was. Just asked uh, how long I've done Loca, and I've done Loca for about nine and a half years. I did. A, I ran my own server prior to Loca for a year, so I've done ten and a half years of being a Minecraft server owner. And he's like, "Are you like twenty five? And that made me feel real nice about myself. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, Crip, Crip bailed on on his and came over to, came over to the, was, the light side, didn't you? Uh, yeah, it was brought up. Uh, could 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 permamuted people one day get to be able to link their their lord swords in chat? Uh, the answer is basically no. That's that's don't get permamuted. It's a motivator not to get permamuted to uh, to to be wasting your your scroll your your orbs on lord stuff that nobody can see. So. Yeah, I mean it links back to our motivate. Like sure, we will lose money as a result of that, but that's not our sole motivation, you know. So, yeah. eh, <laughs> yeah. too bad I guess. Um, uh, I am the I am the younger brother. Yes, I miss that logo. That logo is still dope. <laughs> we have very and different definitions very, of very much <laughs> Windows ninety five. Um. Cool. Uh. Well. Other than uh, goofy questions, I think that we're probably good.